Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, you can make it back to back winning days on the podcast. Let's recap the card for Friday. Well, when Will Howard threw a pick six just before halftime for Kansas State, I thought it was going to come back to bite me with the total. Lucky for me, Oklahoma State hung on to win the football game 29 to 21. And I got to cash the under 55. That had three units in play in the Nebraska at Illinois game. The first unit was on the first half under 21 and a half. It's a 3-0 football game with seven minutes to go before halftime. The final score of the football game was 20 to 7. 27 points for the entire game. Guess what? I didn't cash the first half ticket. They combined to score three touchdowns in the final seven minutes, including two Nebraska touchdowns in 10 seconds, thanks to a kickoff fumble by the Fighting Illini. And then they went over the top for a 45-yard bomb in the final minute of the first half, and I pulled out my hair in frustration. Lucky for me, I cashed in Nebraska plus the three and a half for the game. They went outright by 13. And then my new best friend, it's Corey from the other podcast. He had a five-unit play on the Fighting Illini team total under the 23 and a half. And he's my new best friend because we cashed that one with ease. So a three in one day, and we try to make it three in a row here on Saturday. So my first four college football bets, they'll all be in action here Saturday. Now I'm once again on Wyoming, plus the five and a half against Fresno State. I said the wrong team was favored in this game. Well, most people don't agree with me. The line's now at six and a half, so you can get even better value on that bet. I'm on Iowa, minus the two and a half against Purdue. I'm on Texas A&M, plus the two and a half at home against Alabama. I'm on Florida Atlantic, minus the three and a half against Tulsa. I think you can actually now get that one at three on most books. So closing line value, not going my way this week, but if I cash, I don't really care. Then on Twitter, we have added Iowa. Yes, the Hawkeyes, minus the two and a half. So thank you for the votes on Twitter. The Twitter vote is 6-0 and year to date. So fingers crossed that we can get lucky number seven here on Saturday. Now I have added, uh, let's see, five additional games to the card. So let's go to it. It's Arizona at USC. And I think you know where I'm going with this bet. It's an over 71 and a half. So it's a Lincoln Riley coach team. He's favored by 21 or more. We always bet the over. It's worked in four out of five games this season. Let's do it again. Wildcats, Trojans over the 71 and a half on Saturday. Next up, we head to SEC country. It's Mississippi State in a non-conference game, minus the 20 and a half against Western Michigan. So I normally don't play this type of number, but there's some reasons why I want to touch it. Mississippi State has lost three consecutive games coming into this one. Not a ton of expected W's on the upcoming schedule, so they should be locked in. The Bulldogs can still score. They put up 31 against Arizona, 30 against South Carolina. Meanwhile, Western Michigan has given up 40 or more points three times this season. They gave up 49 points at Toledo, 38 points at Syracuse. 
And if you want the icing on the cake, they gave up 41 points at Iowa, not a team known for scoring a ton of points. So the team total over 37 and a half might be a decent play, but I'm going to lay the 20 and a half at home against Phil Steele's preseason lowest ranked team in all of the country in the power pole, that being Western Michigan. So give me Mississippi State, the Bulldogs, minus the 20 and a half at home. Next up, we go to the MAC. It's Eastern Michigan, minus the two against Ball State. So Ball State has had some success at Eastern Michigan. Visitors have actually covered five consecutive games against the spread in this series. Ball State, their last two games, well, not good. A six-point dog against Georgia Southern. They lost by 37. A two-point dog at Western Michigan last week. They lost by 18. That's the same Western Michigan team that I'm laying 20 and a half against today. Keep that in mind. So I watched most of the Eastern Michigan game at Minnesota. So I'm probably a little biased here. Eastern Michigan covered that game. They lost 25 to 6. But the game was competitive, and they impressed me for most of the effort. So after beating UMass, they got blank 21-0 at Jacksonville State. But we know Jacksonville State is a much better football team than most think. Then last week, they lost by three at Central Michigan. They had the lead in the fourth quarter as an nine-and-a-half-point dog. So Eastern Michigan, I think, can play some good competitive football. It's a homecoming game for the Eagles. I'm going to lay the two with Eastern Michigan over Ball State. Next up, we go to the Big Ten. It's Minnesota plus the 19 against Michigan. So this is the Little Brown Jug game. I know Michigan doesn't give up a ton of points. Minnesota's challenged offensively. Minnesota's actually only beaten Michigan once since 2005. The Wolverines are 76-25-3 and against Minnesota all time. So the Dobbers down at Minnesota since the shocking loss at Northwestern. So currently a 3-2 and record. Feels more like probably 1-4 right now. The Gophers are 0-4-1 or 1-4 against the spread, depending on when you bet the nine-point line last week against Louisiana. Michigan covered for the first time all season, crushing Nebraska 45-7 as a 17-and-a-half-point favorite. Minnesota is better than they've looked, though. It's a rare night game at the bank. It's on NBC TV. We got the Little Brown Jug rivalry. Opportunity to go toe-to-toe with the number two team in the country. Michigan having to play back-to-back conference road games. I think P.J. Fleck will have the maroon and gold in a position to keep this one interesting. So I'm going to grab the 19 with Minnesota against Michigan. Next up, we go to the ACC. It's Notre Dame minus the six and a half at Louisville. So I had this one on the card, pulled it off the card, and put it back on again. USC on deck for Notre Dame. That scares me. Notre Dame is coming off a crazy finishing drive to beat Duke. That scares me. Louisville is 5-0. and That scares me. But last week when I watched them against NC State, it was 13-10, and I can't get that offensive performance out of my mind. Notre Dame beat NC State this year, 45-24. I think the Fighting Irish are the far superior football team, so I'm going to lay the number and stop thinking about it. In summary, if both teams play their best version possible, Notre Dame wins this football game by double digits. So give me the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame, minus the six and a half at Louisville. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. 
Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Just two Moneyline parlays this week. Going to take a little easy on the Moneyline parlays. I'm on the Texas Longhorns in the Red River Rivalry game. Minus the 218 over Oklahoma. I'm going to combine Texas with LSU at a minus 230 at Missouri. Yes, I'm going to try to stomach that LSU defense one more week after they gave up 55 and cost me a ticket last week. You put Texas and LSU together in the parlay, and that's a plus 109. Once again, all my money line parlay rules say I have to play plus money or better on each of them. And then parlay number two, it's Colorado minus the 175 at Arizona State. Combining them with South Alabama, the Jaguars minus the 360 at UL Monroe. Put those two together, and that's at a plus 100. So those are my two money line parlays in college football. Next up, we go to Major League Baseball. And yes, everything you say about me right now being terrible at Major League Baseball, I apologize. I have been terrible here in the playoffs. Didn't have my best regular season. I was good in the past, but I've obviously lost my touch. I'm going to try to battle my way back. It could be another terrible day for me, but all I can do is keep betting. So that's what I'm going to do. We lead off with the first game of the day. It's the Texas Rangers of the Baltimore Orioles. So the team split the six meetings during the regular season. Both teams won two of three on the road. It's Kyle Bradish going for the O's, a 2.83 ERA in the season, a 2.23 ERA at home, a 1.76 ERA in day games. All splits look good, including eight and a third innings pitched against Texas this year, only allowing run one run. Meanwhile, it's Andrew Haney going for the Rangers, a 4.15 ERA, nine and two-thirds innings pitched against Baltimore this year. He's allowed eight runs. Baltimore won a league-leading 36 games this year against lefties. Haney's a lefty, so let's line him up and correlate this thing. I'm on Baltimore in the first five on the run line, minus a half a run at a minus 110. I'm on Baltimore, first five team total, over two and a half runs at a plus 110. And I'm on Baltimore on the run line, minus the one and a half at a plus 136. If I lose one, I might lose all three, but I'm going to roll the dice with the O's in all three wagers. Next up, game number two on the card, it's the Minnesota Twins at the Houston Astros. And I'm going to play the Twinkies in the first five, under the one and a half at a minus 115. So it's 40-year-old Justin Verlander on the bump for the Astros, a 3.22 ERA in the season. He had an up-and-down September, three not-so-good starts, giving up a total of 14 runs. Then he pitched three good starts, giving up a total of just three runs. He has a 5.85 ERA in the postseason last season. Royce Lewis does hit for the Twins, but I think Verlander has a good start early, so I'm going to play the Twinkies once again in the first five under the one and a half at a minus 115. Next up on the card, it's the Philadelphia Phillies at the Atlanta Braves. It's the playoffs. Go ahead and cue that music. I'll take good pitching over good hitting. 
Spencer Strider is 4-0 this season with a 2.42 ERA against Philadelphia. He's 8-0 career against the Phillies in the regular season with a 1.90 ERA. In the playoffs, though, last year, the Phillies rock Strider for five runs over two and a third innings, so he's got payback on his mind. It's Ranger Suarez going for the Phillies. He limped into the end of the regular season, giving up 10 runs to the Mets and the Phillies over the final two starts. He finished September with a 5.20 ERA and the season with a 4.18 ERA. He did have one good start against the Braves this year. Six innings, one run allowed. But let's correlate this one backing the Braves. I think the Phillies are scary in the series, but in game one, I like Atlanta. So I'm on the Braves, first five run line, minus the half at the minus 140. I'm on the Phillies, first five team total under the one and a half runs at a minus 120. I'm on the Braves' run line for the game, minus the one and a half at even money, the plus 100. Then the final game of the card for you, it's the Arizona Diamondbacks at the Los Angeles Dodgers. So Clayton Kershaw is one of the most dominating pitchers of my lifetime. He goes for the Dodgers, 210 career wins, a 2.48 career ERA, hit a 2.46 ERA this season. Very impressive. The one thing that has haunted him is his postseason performance. A 13-12 and 12 record, a 4.22 ERA. It's a smaller sample size. He's had an odd rest at times. He's had some bad luck. I know that Kershaw is much better than his playoff numbers. I expect a dominating effort tonight. And oh, by the way, I'm taking good pitching over good hitting. So give me the D-backs. Under the one and a half in the first five at a minus 140. So let's recap the mega card for you here on Saturday. In college football, I'm on Wyoming, plus the five and a half against Fresno State. I'm on Iowa, minus the two and a half against Purdue. I'm on Texas A&M, plus the two and a half against Alabama. I'm on Florida Atlantic, minus the three and a half against Tulsa. Your Twitter vote, we're on the Iowa Hawkeyes, minus the two and a half. Your add-on games, I'm on Arizona and USC, over the 71 and a half points. I'm on Mississippi State, minus the 20 and a half against Western Michigan. I'm on Eastern Michigan, minus the two against Ball State. I'm on Minnesota, Sky Uma, plus the 19 against Michigan. I'm on Notre Dame, minus the six and a half at Louisville. Your money line parlays, I'm on Texas and LSU, plus the 109. I'm on Colorado and South Alabama, plus the 100. Major League Baseball, I'm on Baltimore, first five run line. Minus the half at a minus 110. I'm on Baltimore. First five team total over the two and a half runs at a plus 110. I'm on Baltimore. Run line for the game. Minus the one and a half at a plus 136. I'm on the Minnesota Twins under the first five under one and a half runs at a minus 115. Got a little tongue tied there, but it's my Twinkies. If I keep betting against them and they keep winning, I'm not going to complain. I'm on the Atlanta Braves, first five run line, minus the half a run against the Phillies at a minus 140. I'm on Philadelphia, first five team total, under the one and a half runs at a minus 120. I'm on the Braves run line against the Phillies at even money, plus 100. And I'm on the Arizona Diamondbacks in the first five, under the one and a half at a minus 140. That's a whole lot of talking. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. College football, Major League Baseball playoffs. Hope everyone enjoys the games today. And as always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. 
No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.